Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. Today we're going to be in uh, Isaiah 33 and we're also going to combine the Sunday mindset with uh, this in this recording. Today we've been experiencing quite a lot of distress with what's happening in Ukraine. Russia has increased their readiness for nuclear options and as a result things are getting a little bit more concerning. People are very nervous and there's a lot of concern for everybody and for the world. And one of the things I want to remind everyone that God's in control. He is the author and the finisher. He knows what's happening and what's going to happen. And he holds the world in his hand. So with his control, with his might, he understands what the next event is going to be in all of our lives. And for those of us who who believe in him, who trust in him, that's a mighty comfort. There are doesn't mean that we still don't have worries, but the Bible does say, don't worry, because what good does it do? Can it add another day to your life, even another minute? No, in fact, it might take them. So with that, we're going to be in chapter 33, and then we'll get into the Monday, the Sunday mindset. And so with, ch- with chapter 33, verse 1, it's pretty appropriate. Woe to you, destroyer, you, have not, who, you who have not been destroyed. Woe to you, betrayer, you who have not been betrayed. When you stop destroying, you will be destroyed. When you stop betraying, you will be betrayed. Lord, be gracious to us. We long for you. Be our strength every morning, our salvation in times of distress. At the uproar of your army, the peoples flee. When you rise up, the nations scatter. Your plunder, O nations, is harvested by as by young locusts. Like a swarm of locusts, people pounce on it. So this is pretty appropriate. It's, you know, woe to the destroyer that in today's world we could look at as being Putin. But Putin really is just, he's being utilized by the enemy. And that is, you know, again, the story's already been written and we know the end. God wins. His people are raptured. Peace reigns. And we dwell in heaven with our Lord and Savior. Verse 5. The Lord is exalted, for he dwells on high. He will fill Zion with his justice and righteousness. He will be the sure foundation for your times, a rich store of salvation and wisdom and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. There's a lot to be said in these first few chapters. Be gracious to us. We long for you. Be our strength every morning. Do you start your morning and your day reaching out to God? I know I sometimes do. Those days tend to be better. Other days, like today actually, it's the end of my day. And I reached out to him. I prayed this morning. But I didn't have my quiet time until the end of the day. And things were a little bit worse. They are a little, little bit wor- more difficult. I found that I struggled with seeing people as God sees them. I struggled to hear his voice. 
because I didn't set myself intentionally. I didn't have my prayer time or my quiet time. And when, when I have my prayer time and my quiet time, I didn't, it's, it's not like I spend an hour. It's not like I'm elevating above the bed in some state of mind of holiness. It's just welcoming the day, asking God what I can do and asking him to be in charge. That's really the extent of my day, of my morning time with God. It's listening for his voice to hear what he may be telling me for the day. Verse 7. Look, their brave men cry aloud in the streets. The envoys of peace weep bitterly. The highways are disturbed, dis- deserted. No travelers are on the roads. The treaty is broken. Its witnesses are despised. No one is respected. The land dries up and wastes away. Lebanon is ashamed and withers. Sharon is like Arabah and Bashan and Carmel. Drop their leaves. Now will I arise, says the Lord. Now will I I be exalted. Now will I be lifted up. You conceive chaff. You give birth to straw. Your breath is a fire that consumes you. The peoples, peoples will be burned to ashes. Like cut thorn brushes, they will be set ablaze. So, again, just drawing some parallels to today, right? I mean, there's a war going on. And this is a war that we see. Often there's, I've been convinced, there's the spiritual war that goes on. And we don't always see it. We don't always experience it. But it does occur. Just because we don't see things doesn't mean that they aren't happening. And there is a war that goes on daily, consistently. It's, it's probably why Paul tells us to pray without ceasing. Because there is a war and our communication and our connectivity with God is critical. You who are far away, hear what I have done. You who are near, acknowledge my power. The sinners in Zion are terrified. Trembling grips the godless. Who of us can dwell with a consuming fire? Who of us can dwell with everlasting burning? Those who walk righteously and speak what is right, who reject gain from extortion and keep their hands from accepting bribes, who stop their ears against plots of murder and shut their eyes against contemplating evil. They are the ones who will dwell on the heights, whose refuge will be the mountain fortress. Their bread will be supplied and water will not fail them. Your eyes will see the king in his beauty and view a land that stretches afar. In your thoughts you will ponder the former terror. Where is that chief officer? Where is the one who took the revenue? Where is the officer in charge of the towers? You will see those arrogant people no more, people whose speech is obscure, whose language is strange and incomprehensible. Look on Zion, the city of our festivals. Your eyes will, be Jeru- will see Jerusalem, a peaceful abode, a tent that will not be moved. Its stakes will never be pulled up, nor any of its ropes broken. There the Lord will be our mighty one. It will be like a place of, of broad rivers and streams. No galley with oars will ride them. No mighty ship will sail them. For the Lord is our judge, the Lord is our lawgiver, the Lord is our king. It is he who will save us. So again, looking at parallels. There are so many, but the bottom line is, look to the Lord. He is our king. He is our lawgiver. He is our mighty fortress. When we look to ourselves, we then see in verse 23, your rigging hangs loose. The mast is not held secure. The sail is not spread. Then an abundance of spoils will be divided, and even the lame will carry off plunder. When we look to ourselves, we're not put together. We are not in shape. We don't have our act together, our 
rigging hangs loose so badly that people who are lame, who are who have challenges, whatever. I mean, lame is not isn't good, but you, you you get the picture. We'll be able to take what is ours. No one living in Zion will say, "I am ill," and the sins of those who dwell there will be forgiven. And that ends chapter thirty-three. It's a pretty interesting chapter, and I think it co uh, coincides with our events today pretty well. Again, it's woe to the destroyer. Eventually, the destroyer will be brought low. He will or she will will be will face the tune for their actions. How are we to behave? The Lord is is to be exalted for he dwells on high. We're to start our mornings with him. We're to go and live for him and look to him for our safety, our security, and our health and well-being. Not always the easiest thing to do in the face of concerns and everyday life. And so that's actually get moves us into nicely into the Sunday mindset. So far we've looked at and focused on seeing others as God sees them. Being able to love them because we now see them as he sees them. Then being focusing on hearing his voice and listening, getting to know him, spending time with him, reading his word, getting to understand who he is, which makes it easier for us to hear his voice. Just like we understand, we, we recognize the voice of our children, our brothers, our sisters, our friends and family. We understand and recognize the voice of God when we have a relationship with him. And that's what we're all on and striving for today. That's why we're here. We're on a journey back to him. So now it's how do we really accomplish? How do we spend our days, our mornings? And really we need to pray. We need to start our day. I need to start my day. I need to be on my knees every day praying to him. I don't think it's time for me to go to Ukraine and enlist in their army. But it is time for me to pray for my nation, my leaders, and the people of the world. To God. To lift up my country. To lift up my relationship with him. And to spend time with him in prayer. Continuously throughout the Bible, and in Isaiah we've, heard, we've seen, God wants us, his, he wants his people, he wants us to reach out to him, to exalt him, and to give him glory and praise. That's what prayer is. It's giving him praise. Thank you, Lord, for this wonderful day, for taking care of us, for the many blessings you've bestowed on us. For, to exalt him, you are the creator of all things. You have made the entire world. You have blessed me with my family, my kids, my spouse. And if be grateful for it. And I thank you for this. And then to share our hearts with him and express our concerns and ask for his help. Lord, my, I'm, I'm very concerned. I'm afraid of what's happening in our nation. I'm afraid of our leadership making bad choices. I'm very concerned 
that we are so willing to point fault and fingers at people saying how bad they've done, but not pray for them daily and at all times. And then asking, please provide me comfort. Lord, please help my heart to be, be still, my spirit to be at peace. That's your prayer. That's my prayer. And that's the prayer that I pray each of us will do. I pray that we would lift up our nation. We would be grateful for the nation we live in. But we would lift up our nation and our leaders. Not worry about the fact that we may think they're dumb or they, you know, who knows what. There's so many challenges out there, so many opinions. But that instead we would ask for your Holy Spirit to provide wisdom, guidance, mercy and grace to all of them because they're making decisions that impact millions, hundreds of millions of people. So I just pray that our mindset for this, for this week would be consistent prayer for our nation, consistent prayer for our family, consistent prayer for our world and consistent prayer that our lives and our hearts would grow closer to God. That's the Sunday mindset. Lord God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the many blessings. I thank you for all that you've done. I thank you that we can come before you and you hear us. I thank you that you know each and every one of us. You know all the hairs on our heads. You know everything about us. You've also forgiven our sins of the past, the present, and the future. And that you've seen the past the present, and the future, that you're in charge of what's happening. And I just lift up my brothers and sisters and pray that you would give them peace and commitment and help them in their walk with you. Protect them, guide them, strengthen them. May they be prayer warriors. May they be your children who know that your voice, who call you Abba Father. And may they love others and lead others to you. I'm grateful for all you do. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to know you. And I thank you for forgiving me of all of my sins. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Have a wonderful week, and I'll talk to you soon.